Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. It's gotten so bad in Portland. It's gotten so bad in Portland. I, they, I mean, it is. You want to talk about trailblazing? They're just, bla- I mean, the trails are literally blazing. Fires everywhere. If something has happened in Portland that I've never seen ever happen in a protest, not during Rodney King, not during, uh, you know, the stuff in uh, in uh, Minneapolis, not during Baltimore riots, and now in Portland setting the bar really high or really low. It depends on how you look at it uh, when it comes to protesting. I really shocking stuff and we'll talk a little bit about that uh coming up here in just a minute plus donald trump it is fact checked live during an interview on fox news with chris wallace and what the question now is is donald trump lying about joe biden or is the media lying to protect joe biden and we're going to delve into that because that's a great big question of the day also nancy pelosi continues to prove to everybody that she is one of the most callous, heartless, soulless, evil people in the entire world. Um, and she and she's doing it now on Twitter, which is you know, she, I guess she's like, hey, it works for the president. I'm going to I'm going to try to be heartless and soulless and and mean on Twitter, too, and see if it, you know see what it gets me. After all, she's got a reelection campaign that she's got to win. What's up, everybody? This is the Marque Show. My name's Marque. Our number is 855-765-1045, 855-765-1045. If you're trying to get through, you can also hit star star 1045 on your mobile phone or just send us an open mic message, which you can do in our 104.5 WOKV mobile app, which is, uh, I haven't checked yet today, but still, I believe, free on your app store. Well, one day we're going to have to start charging for it because it's so valuable. Uh, you know, there's updates, there's alerts, there's news, there's traffic, there's the open mic feature. Um, you know, to give it away free, it seems, seems it's very socialist of us. It's very like left wing socialist. Uh, but, you know, I guess I guess we're just trying to be generous, um, too. And anyway, before we get into the hard news, I have some exciting kind of uh, I have some exciting personal news over the weekend. Uh, I, I it was it was tense there for a minute. But on Saturday at 12 noon, at the very end of the Carathon Child Cancer Fund charity auction, I was able to swoop in and finalize the winning bid for the slingshots for a day. You got it. I we got you it. You got the 24-hour slingshot. We got a slingshot for 24 hours. And apparently, as I understand it, there's delivery, so they deliver it, and I'm gonna have them deliver it right here to the radio station. Oh, perfect! Yeah, like right around. I'll be like, be here noon on a Tuesday or whatever. Love that. Uh, we'll get in. We'll drive around. We'll do some laps. We'll put on our helmets. You know, we'll just tear it up. Uh, we'll blare some ACDC or whatever. Like I said, some real like you know, <laughs> real slingshot right, Jacksonville kind of music. Maybe we'll drive up and down the beach. I don't know what we'll do, but uh, but we won the bid. It was tense. We were bidding back. At, I got into a little bit of a bidding war in the last final minutes. But uh, but I was able to procure one of them. I'm not sure if it was the original one I started bidding on or the last one, but it doesn't matter. Auction number 126. That I was think, your original one. I think that's the one I okay, ended up good, with. Okay, good, good. Uh, whoever was on auction number 125, they were vicious. They were on top of it? Yeah, they were vi- They were right there. Well, what happened was I set an alarm because at noon it cleared out, and I stopped. Bid- I was bidding for like three days. I go, you know what, screw this. I'm just going to set an alarm. I told my phone, set an alarm for 11.55. And at 11.55, I got on there, and they had a counter, and they're like, one minute left. And that's when I started going, man. I was like, bid, bid. And someone, there were auto bids, so as soon as I hit Whoa, bid. Whoa, they were on top of it? Oh, as soon as I hit bid, I got outbid because they'd set, like, their maximum yeah, price, yeah, yeah. right? And I was like, oh, I got to get, for whatever reason, I felt I really, at that point, it had nothing to do with the slingshot. It was just the competitive nature. Like, I wasn't <laughs> going to lose to this nameless, faceless person. And uh, and in the end, I did. You beat the computer. I did. Well, Nobody man, beats the computer, I thought. Well, the worst thing was my kids were there like, Daddy, what are you doing? I go, hold on. Shh. And they're like, what are you doing? So I had to explain it to them. And then <laughs> I finalized my bid. I think I got it for like $375. Okay. Right? Which is great because it's a donation. Yeah, of course. All that money goes to the Child Cancer Fund. The Slingshot people, they donated the Slingshot. I donated the money, and it all goes to benefit the Child Cancer Fund. But my daughter goes, you paid how much for a dune buggy? And I go, it's not a dune buggy, it's a slingshot. And I go, and it's a charitable donation. 
and she runs into the other room and goes, Mama, Daddy spent $400 on a dune buggy. And my wife's like, what did he do? And I go, no, this is fake news. This is a misrepresentation of the fact. Did you have your button, your your fake news button? I didn't. I don't know where that you is. You just push it on your kids? I don't know where that is. I don't know if it's in my bag, or I think I took it out of my bag when I went to the, I got to find that, but we need, definitely need that again uh, for when we do Fake News Friday. Anyway, it was a fun time. It was a very successful uh, charity auction. It was a successful carathon. Thanks to everybody. And again, you know, look, for what we had to deal with, when you when you uh, take out the 12-hour the mega broadcast we usually do down at Nemours, when you take out all of the celebrity guests, the mayor gets to come down, and we get all the TV people to come down, and Mike Burrish and Herman Cain would usually call in. When you take out all of that, and when you take out, uh, you know, the the twenty the twelve hour call center that we have live. I mean, when you do a live carathon broadcast, it it, it gives you so much more power to really get a lot of money in a short period of time. And all that was taken away because of coronavirus and everything else. So now. Uh, what we were able to accomplish on the air with limited resources and limited time, I really think was great. And thank you to everyone listening uh, for all your generosity. And hopefully next year at this time, we'll be back in the moors, you know, back to business as usual, back to eating the the burrito layout that they always bring for us who get to volunteer. Anyway, 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. We're going to get into, uh, there was a lot of news over the weekend. I don't know if you were following any of it, uh, but what they've done is, and this is how the media works, they take the really important stories. They take the important stories about, you know, the continued riots in Portland, which they didn't, they've ignored. What's been going on in Portland is they've ignored these riots for so long. It's been a daily occurrence. And what they figured out was the more they show Antifa, the more they show Black Lives Matter riots and protests, the more they show people trying to tear down statues, the more they show people breaking into uh, small businesses and destroying the, you know, the, the blood, sweat, and tear of, of their entrepreneurial neighbors, the more they show people defiant of the laws of the land, the more that helps the president of the United States. More people that uh, there's more people that that abide by the law than break the law in this country. And the more you show images of lawbreakers on this country, the more people think, man, these 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 mayors, these governors, most of whom are Democrats, they really got they can't even control their own cities. How could we possibly control them? Uh, allow them to uh, control the entire country? There's no that way they'd be able to do it. And it wasn't playing into their hands. A lot of people wrongly thought that the riots were over. I've heard people say, man, thank God all those riots are over. Thank God the protests are gone. They're not gone. Just the coverage of the riots and the protests, it's disappeared from your TV. It's disappeared from the Internet. And what's been going on in Portland is that they've been, for like 50 straight days, there have been riots and protests, and it's been crazy. Finally, the president of the United States sent in federal troops and when the president got involved, as he promised to do, that's when the media was forced, was forced to take action and go back to Portland and report on what was going on. However, as you can imagine, since being the media, they're not reporting on what's actually going on. They're reporting on their version of what's actually going on. They're trying to take what's happening and spin it in a way that is negative to the president in an effort to, to continue to bolster Joe Biden, who is officially the worst candidate uh, ever to run for president for either party. And when, when you, re what happened, what's been going on the last two days in Portland is, is especially both humorous and totally offensive. We should both laugh at it and feel like our country has just been, it, it, it is crumbling around, uh, is crumbling down around us. I'll tell you what's been going on. We've got some audio of it as well. This is the Marcation. We have to take a quick break. Stay tuned. More coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Remember to subscribe to the Mark K Show podcast on iTunes or Google Play. That way, you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. By the way, we were talking about Alex Trebek uh, over the break. Uh, apparently, he's you know not having a great round of of treatment. 
Uh, but he's he's coming back to work. He's going to do new episodes of Jeopardy. And he said, what was it he said? If this treatment doesn't work? Yeah, if, if, if this uh, round of treatment is not successful, he's just going to go out peacefully. Yeah, but he said he's going to work until his uh, his very last days. Right, yeah. He um, said he still can do his job, and he thinks he's pretty darn good at it, so he's going to keep doing it. Oh, I think he's great at his I mean, he's wonderful at his job, and he's one of those people that— Well, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is the same way. We found out last week she's been having cancer treatments. Uh, as she, for her like liver uh, polyps or uh, you know, liver, you know, uh, cancerous tumors on her liver, and uh, she also said she has no plans to retire. Look, I love my job a lot, but if I were going through like you know terrible, horrible cancer treatments, I might take some time off. Right? Yeah, saying. I think so too. Or I might like call it quits. Yeah. No offense. I'm just saying. Spend you know, time with family or yeah, that you kind know, of thing. like I, mean, I enjoy your, my our time together. Right. But I'd probably want to like lay and stare at the ocean. You for a like while, your you know? kids more than me? A little bit. What? Yeah. A little bit. Unacceptable. Uh, I'm calling eight, HR. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is Paul in Texas. Hi, Paul. How are you? I'm doing awesome, Mark. And you? Oh, doing great, man. Thanks so much for asking. Uh, what do you want to say today, Paul? Uh, just wanted to say, President Trump is like the most awesome president we've ever had. Yeah. Bar none. Oh, yeah. He's and, definitely uh, up there. And yeah. uh, the one thing that I did want to say was a lot of people are complaining about how he doesn't talk eloquently or anything like that, like the former president did. But the reason why is because a lot of people need to understand he was never reared into politics. He was a businessman. Businessmen don't speak politics. So, of course, he's going to have coarse language. Oh, look, I'll be honest. I mean, I know a lot of people that uh, I know a lot of people who speak way less eloquently than the president does. <laughs> you know, there. But uh, <laughs> the, the complaints I, I do, I, too. I think people are kind of over that. He's he's in fact, that's something that came up. I have a clip about that in the Chris Wallace interview that Donald Trump did. We're going to play that here. Uh, in just a little while. But, he, you know, he basically said to that, he said, look, here's the deal. I am going to answer any any question at all, any question at all that you ask me, I answer. And people realize that. And that is whether they like the answer or not, you know, whether they understand the answer or not, whether they feel it's long and rambling or, as you said, not the most eloquent response. It doesn't matter. He doesn't shy away. You know, Donald Trump controls his own Twitter. He doesn't have people tweeting for him. And that's one of his big complaints about Joe Biden. Um, this Chris Wallace interview, a lot of people are seeing it as a they're taking one thing that happened and they're spinning it as a negative, which, by the way, they're falsely accusing Donald Trump of falsely accusing Joe Biden of defunding the police, if you can follow that. But Chris Wallace and everyone else who's attacking Donald Trump for this interview, they are falsely accusing the president of falsely accusing Joe Biden of wanting to defund the police. There is there is actual Evidence, audio evidence of that, video evidence of Joe Biden saying, absolutely, uh, we should defund the police. And that's that's going to be a continued, that's going to be one of the biggest issues in this campaign, should we ever get to the debates, is defunding the police or not defunding the police. And if you're a police officer, like one of the 250,000 police officers in NAPO, the National Association of Police Organizations, which just threw their full support behind the president, or if you are somebody who knows or is related to or loves a police officer or just respects the police officers and believes that, uh, you know, effective policing is important to the stabilization of our country and your family's health and happiness. Um, you know, if, if you believe that in order for you to realize your American dream, whatever that could be, if your American dream is to become a teacher, or become a doctor, or open your own small business, or sell, you know, chocolate-covered grasshoppers on, on the internet, or become a radio host, or become, a, you know, a radio host's producer. Any of those, whatever your American dream happens to be, do you feel that it's easier for you to accomplish it and reach it if there's people out there busting criminals and keeping you safe so that you can show up to work every day without fear of violence and potential death from criminals. I just feel like, yes, in order to realize your American dream, you first have to be alive to realize it. And the U.S., uh, you know, Marine Corps, the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Space Force, all of these, all of these organizations, whether they fight, uh, you know, enemies of yours and mine in the Americas internationally or here domestically at home, they are important to keeping you alive. I've always said national defense is the first biggest issue, even bigger than the economy. You have to have a president, you have to have a leader who believes in a strong national defense. Because if you're dead, nothing else happens. Nothing matters. If you're dead, if you're killed by a terrorist, nothing else matters. You're dead. It doesn't matter if you have money in your pocket. You can't spend it anyway. 
It doesn't matter if you need, have great health care for free because you don't have any health. Nothing else matters after national security. It's the single most important issue that we have. You have to remain alive, and then comes the economy. Because if you're going to be alive for, what, 90 to 100 years, let's say, you want to have some money to spend. You want to go to the movies if they ever open up the movie theaters again. Or you want to go bowling, or you want to gamble, or you just want to be able to eat, you know, or buy some, uh, some V-Bucks so you can play Fortnite with your friends. Whatever you're spending your money on, you're going to need it. So national security, keeping you and your family alive, and, and that includes the police department up there. That's the number one issue and always should be. After that, we can look at the economy because people who are alive need money. And then everything else kind of fall. Everything else, I just basically lump underneath it. If I'm living and I got cash, you guys, you guys argue about gay marriage, whatever you want. You want to talk about statues? Go for it. I just want to make sure that the president of the United States and my government is, is doing everything they can to keep me from getting killed and keep some money in my pocket so I can enjoy my life for as long as I have it. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We gotta, I want to get into this. What's happening in Portland? We should probably start there. Is just, uh, you couldn't even write this stuff. Luckily, we don't have to. We can just read it. We can just read it from Twitter and report on it, which we'll do here in just a minute. Stay tuned. It's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Yeah, it's Monday, that day we all dread, but you need a little spice in your coffee or a little pick-me-up, at least between 10 and 12, give this guy a chance. Trust me. Yeah, trust me. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Between 10 and 12, I'll, uh, I'll be your pick-me-up. After that, you know, it's a, you're, you have to pick yourself up. 855-765-1045 is our number. All right, we have to talk about Portland because Portland was being ignored by the media for so long until Donald Trump did what he said he would do. Do you remember Donald Trump right before he walked across the street and went to the church and held up the Bible and took that photo that everyone then attacked him for? Do you remember the, the actual really great speech he gave beforehand where he said, I'm the law and order president and we will protect America and we will protect our federal buildings and our property. And if these governors and these mayors refuse to do it, then we will send in federal troops and, and, and you know, do it for them. Well, he started doing that in Portland because Portland could not get their riots under control. And one of the things... I'll tell you, man, one of these things, one of the things that they did was these troops in Portland, uh, they go in, they're wearing camo, they've got guns, they've got, you know, they've got the insignia, it says police, they've got the flag on their arm, they come from various different federal organizations, but they started going in and they were driving around in <clears throat> minivans, rented minivans from Enterprise Rent-A-Car, they were hunting down known Antifa terrorists. These are people that were committing crimes, that were organizing the commission of crimes, trying to burn buildings, trying to tear down statues, trying to attack businesses and people. These were the people that were known criminals. This is what these people do. And they would find them on the street, and they would jump out of the minivan, and they would apprehend them, and they would put them in the minivan, and they would drive away. And this started happening more and more because these federal troops are charged with the task of protecting federal property, federal statues, federal buildings, federal funds, basically the stuff we all pay for, the stuff that you as a taxpayer pay for. When you pay your federal taxes, part of that money goes to what's happening in Portland. Part of the money goes to the buildings in Portland that are under attack. So these federal troops go in and, and they are charged now with keeping the peace. And they, the reason, by the way, the reason they're driving minivans is because when you drive around in a marked police car these days, you get attacked. When you drive around in some kind of police cruiser, people throw bottles at you and smash windows, and they start jumping up and down on the hood. So in order, in an effort to be able to maneuver around the city without crowds surrounding them and trying to tip their car over, these police officers just rented minivans. And there's, there's a video of uh, somebody posted on Twitter. This is actual video they took. Someone was being apprehended, an Antifa terrorist being apprehended on the street by these officers taken away in a minivan. And the people couldn't believe it. This is what they were saying. What are you doing? 
Use your words. What are you doing? They're yelling at the cops to speak to them. Use your words. What are you doing? I haven't done anything wrong. Yeah, that's the perp, by the way. He's like, he's getting arrested, and he's like, I haven't done anything wrong. And the cops are like, okay, tell it to me. Use your words. What is going on? Who are you? NLG will get you out. What's your name? Tell us your name. Okay, you're fine. We'll get you out. Bro, what? We got you, friend. Okay, so now what's happening is these police officers are taking this person to the minivan, and they're taking them away for questioning or whatever. And these these other, I guess, you know, protesters are yelling NLG, which is that National Legal Defense Fund that all the celebrities are giving money to, to spring people out of prison. They're like, we got you. We got your bag. We'll take care of you, yada, yada, yada. And then they get in the car, and they, just, they drive away. NLG. NLG, yeah. You just violated their rights. People. You just violated their rights. Okay, so now they're accusing the police, the federal government, of kidnapping innocent civilians and dragging them off the streets in the minivan. I have to tell you, by the way, on a side note, this is how much of a dad I am. That the first time I saw this video, the first thing I thought was, wow, that is a really nice minivan. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, holy, that's like a 2020 town and country. That thing's nice. That V6. Look at all that headroom. Look at that headroom. Look how many federal officers they can squeeze in there. And they still have room for the perp comfortably in the third seat. God, that is that is swanky. I wonder if that thing has heated seats. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw that video. I was like, that's a nice minivan. Because, I look, I got a minivan, too. By the way, if any federal troops, don't worry about you, you rent your Enterprise Rent-A-Car. If you come to Jacksonville, if there's any problems, you, I'll loan you my minivan. That's my, that's my, patriotic, uh, that's my patriotic donation to the cause. Is you can borrow. I have a beautiful uh, Toyota Sienna. You know, it's got it's a little used, but it's got a DVD player. All that. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> but so they take these people away now. Now the Antifa terrorists, they're not going to take this lion down. Man, Antifa terrorists are tough. These guys and girls, these guys, they are so tough. These rioters who you see dressed up all in black and who throw bricks at people and tear down statues and try to burn down municipal buildings and, and, and federal uh, property, these so-called anti-fascist warriors are so tough and mean that when federal troops respond to their criminal behavior, with excessive force, when these federal troops start taking back the streets and, and, and pushing against their anarchist ways, do you know what these super tough Antifa terrorists do in response? Do you know what they do? Do you know what their response is? They call their moms. That's exactly what's... That's, that's, I'm not making it up. They call their moms. It's true. Uh, that's what it's come to with Antifa in Portland. The police are being too tough with them. Donald Trump isn't letting them do what they want. He isn't letting them get away with anything that they wanted. He isn't letting them throw bricks at people. He isn't letting them run around terrorizing store owners and small businesses and neighborhoods. No, he actually wants them to follow the law, and they don't want to follow the law. These Antifa terrorists, they don't want to follow the law. Laws are stupid. Laws are silly. They just want to run around and do whatever they want. They want to misbehave, and they don't want anyone to tell them otherwise, and they definitely don't want people hauling them away in vans. They just want to go out and rage and destroy stuff that doesn't belong to them. And mean old Mr. President Trump won't let them, so you know what they did? They called their mommies. I'm not making this up. And there's, there's, a, there's something in Portland right now called the Wall of Moms, and the mothers— <laughs> Hold on. I have to, I'm not, this, people are going to call me and say, this is a joke. It's not an April Fool's Day prank. This is happening in Portland. The mothers of Antifa terrorists and Black Lives Matter uh, protesters and rioters, the mothers are now standing in a wall between their kids and the federal officers. chanting is feds stay clear moms are here i mean i <laughs> there comes a time when you really have to cut the cord you know there comes a time when if you're dressed in black and you're out on an all-night you know rager just smashing windows and burning police cars and tearing down statues, 
isn't that the time in your life when you should really take personal responsibility? And if things just don't go your way, or if federal troops shoot tear gas in your face or haul you off in an unmarked minivan for questioning because you're breaking pretty much a dozen or so laws that are on the books, don't you feel like there comes a point where you naturally have, have decided that you are an adult? You're a criminal, but you're also an adult. And there should come a point in time where you just you just can't have your mom come and stand between you and federal agents and say, Mommy, Ma, the president wants to arrest me because I destroyed federal property. Please help. Let's clear. Moms are here. I'm telling you, this is what happens when you're a helicopter parent who hands out participation trophies. This is it. Moms, beware. If you don't teach your kids personal responsibility, one day you're going to be standing in something called the Wall of Moms, chanting, Fed, stay clear. Moms are here. Fed, stay clear. Moms are here. Tell you, my mom wouldn't be standing there. She'd be like, <laughs> you clean up your own mess. 855-765-1045. My mom would be handing me over the cops. Here he is. He did it. He threw the brick. Throw, lock his ass in jail. 855-765-1045. I didn't stand in no wall of moms. You crazy? 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show is coming up on 104.5 WOKV. If you're on the go and can't listen live on the radio, stream the Mark K Show in the WOKV app for your Apple or Android device. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Everybody, it's Monday, and it's a K Pasa Monday. Every day is a K Pasa day, a Mark K Pasa day. Uh, they, we got to get shirts that say K Pasa, K A Y E Pasa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What? How does that translate? Uh, it K, means what's up? What's no? That's K Pasa. It means yeah. what's up? What well, is? So K, what are you asking? K Pasa means K's up. Oh, K is up. K's up. Sure. All right, we'll go with that. Like, what's up? K's up. Yeah, I guess. You what's only going wear, on? K's going. You can't on. wear those when, when I'm asleep, though. You have to wear them as soon as you're up. Because you're up. Yeah, yeah. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. I mean, this thing in Portland, I can't. The, with the moral, by the way, the um, the last chapter in the story that I just read, which uh, about these moms in Portland, the mom, and again, not a joke. This is actual stuff. Somebody wrote, asked on on Twitch, "Is there a video of this?" So, did you find the video? Did you link it? Uh, I saw Billiam linked it on Twitch, so okay, I just perfect. went ahead and assumed that's right. Yeah, Billiam's uh, probably more accurate uh, <laughs> than we are. So anyway, there there is video of it. It's moms lined up. moms like the moms of the of the Antifa people showed up and 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 stood in line blocking their kids uh, from the police. And uh, I guess they were upset that the police were were tear gassing and, and shooting uh, rubber bullets at their kids. So in the end, what happened was the moms got tear gassed so so that they would clear out of the way. And then they tear gassed the, pro, the protesters. Because, you know, again, their job is to protect the federal property that we all pay for. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. What, what? Is it too quiet? Is yeah, the stream saying? was saying you turn your volume down. So All right, sorry. I tried to subtly tell you off the air, but now we can talk about it. Yeah, we can talk about it. Aaron from Texas. How you doing, Aaron? Hey, Mark. How's it going, man? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What did you want to say? Uh, I just, first of all, I'd just like to say I'm a big fan of yours. I love the message you're trying to you're, you spread out. But, yes, I'm having a big problem with everyone complaining about peaceful protesters uh, being picked up by uh, unmarked vehicles by the Gestapo and yeah. how if we support Trump and, yeah, we're okay with this, wait till we're on Trump's wrong side of his agenda and it happens to us, bullshit. Oh, okay, hold uh, on. Well, we, can't, we, can't, can't, we can't say oh, that. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's all right. <laughs> I didn't know you get excited. We are still on the radio, though. That's not just a podcast. It's on the radio as well, so we got to make sure we watch our language. Hey, thanks so much. But I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. It, it is just... Oh, I don't know if you know this, but Nancy Pelosi. Speaking of these, uh, speaking of these people in um, in Portland, there, Nancy Pelosi equated them to stormtroopers on Twitter. She she said unidentified stormtroopers, unmarked cars, kidnapping protesters, and causing severe injuries in response to graffiti. 
Trump and his stormtroopers must be stopped. Now, this is this is so wrong in so many ways. It's not in response to graffiti. It's in response to uh, angry mobs attacking federal property, tearing down statues, breaking the law, burning things. They actually they actually tried to set fire. There's video of a group of these terrorists setting fire to the federal courthouse building in Portland. And so this graffiti line that she's writing is totally uh, that is a total misrepresentation of the truth. The second thing is she's comparing these federal troops, American troops. These are people who volunteer for military action to protect, protect you, to protect Nancy Pelosi, to protect the president, to protect all of us from all enemies, foreign and domestic. These people are patriotic Americans who train and sacrifice and whose only job, whose only job in life is to keep Americans and American uh, soil safe from anybody who threatens it. And she's calling them stormtroopers. Now, don't be confused. She's not referring to the, the white-helmeted stormtroopers made famous by George Lucas in the Star Wars trilogy or Star Wars sextilogy or I don't know. There's like, a, there's like nine of them now. No, not those stormtroopers. She's talking about Adolf Hitler's SS stormtroopers, the stormtroopers that would invade Poland and execute Jews and government officials and pretty much anyone who got in their way at whim, the stormtroopers that were in charge of ushering six million Jews onto trains and into concentration camps and eventually into the gas chambers, where six million of them were persecuted for no other reason than just being Jewish. She's talking about the stormtroopers who Hitler used to terrorize all of Europe, gain power, and, and as we said before, basically annihilate or try, attempt to annihilate uh, a, a, a complete segment of the population. That's, the, that's what she's referring to when she talks about these American troops, enlisted men and women who are out there fighting on the front lines of Portland to protect the city to protect the citizens, to protect the United States of America. And the woman who is third in line to the presidency, it's Donald Trump, Mike Pence, and then Nancy Pelosi, the woman who is Speaker of the House of Representatives, who apparently speaks for all 435 people in the House of Representatives, she's comparing American soldiers, American fighting forces, She's talking about volunteers who sign up in the military to lay their lives on the land, line, to sacrifice their time, their effort, their sweat, time away from their families, their bodies, their mental state, sacrifice it all so that you and me and President Trump and Nancy Pelosi can live out our American dreams comfortably and without the threat of violence against us from all enemies foreign and domestic. She's comparing those brave Americans to the stormtroopers that Hitler used to assassinate Jews. I mean, I feel like that should, I feel like this should be brought up somewhere. I feel like, isn't there a way that the House of Representatives holds their members accountable for these disgusting and disturbing tweets that are sent out? Isn't there some way, isn't there some way to censure Nancy Pelosi or impeach. I mean, we keep talking about impeaching Nancy Pelosi. Why is there? How come the Democrats? This is one of the most vile things that has ever been tweeted against military men and women. And if you're in the military or if you know somebody who's in the military, please let them know this is what Nancy Pelosi thinks of them. Nancy Pelosi thinks that any man or woman who obeys an order from their commander in chief to keep the peace in an American city is a is a stormtrooper. Uh, that that is the is the uh, equal to the soldiers that fought and carried out Adolf Hitler's deplorable actions in and around Nazi Germany. Please let them know that. We'll clip the the tweet so you can find it. You just send it out to all your military friends. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. More of the Marque Show is on the way. Stay tuned to one zero four point five WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This 
is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. Or you can leave us an open mic message, too, uh, like this one we got earlier today. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, just keep on hiding. Stay in your basement. You might as well face it. Gonna keep our president. God bless the USA. That was great. Oh, we may have to uh, we may have to remix that one. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. All right, I'm going to get to this Chris Wallace stuff here in just a minute, but we've had some people waiting very patiently um, that want to speak. This is Shandon in Indiana. Hi, Shandon. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. I can't believe I got through. I can't either. I can't either. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say, Shandon? Oh, I tell you what. I, you know, I'm 48 years old, and I have not... I've never been so proud of President uh, Trump. Uh, I mean, Ronald Reagan was always my favorite. And, uh, and also, I was kind of wanting to know if you can educate me a little bit. I can try. On, uh, um, say if, like, a, like an independent would run. That would help Trump in the long run, wouldn't it? That's a good question. Say an independent. Look, what people don't realize is there's a lot of third-party candidates running. The Green Party has a candidate. There's a Libertarian Party candidate. There's that guy who keeps switching parties, uh, El Puente. What's his name? He he runs. He's run on like 14 different parties, um, just to to try to get on the uh, to try to get on the ballot. And of course Kanye, and of course Kanye West is running for president. Which I thought I I misrepresented the truth. I thought he dropped out of the race. I thought uh, he couldn't get on the ballot. What I heard was he was no longer running for president. But apparently that's not the case because he had a rally in Charleston, South Carolina. Which didn't go. I I don't know if it, it either went exactly the way he wanted it to, or it was a horrible it was a horrible uh, ending to what seemed like a terrible idea to begin with. Um, we'll get to that here in just a minute. But look, like a third party candidate, it depends. I believe third party candidates always hurt the Democrats. And in fact, there's a you know there was a big push for Bernie Sanders to run as on a third party ticket. The Bernie Bros, the uh, you know the leftists. The crazy Antifa terrorists that love Bernie Sanders, you know, the ones that uh, the ones that go in and 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 terrorize basically the people that you see on TV all the time dressed in black throwing bricks. Those are all Bernie Sanders supporters. And there was a huge push for Bernie Sanders to run on a third party platform. Um, But the Democrats got to Bernie Sanders. You know, they were able to force him out once again. And then they had him write a pact. I have it here. A 100 page document which is basically written by Bernie Sanders. I mean, every word of this is right out of the mouth of Bernie Sanders, but it's called the Biden-Sanders Unity Task Force Recommendations. Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders supposedly got together and wrote this 100-page document about a Unity Task Force recommendations. This is th- What this is is Joe Biden and the Democrats trying to get all the Bernie bros to come to the table so they'll vote for Joe Biden. This is them saying, look, we're going to lose if we can't get Bernie Sanders voters. They saw what happened last time. Last uh, four years ago, last election in Philadelphia, when when it was announced that Hillary Clinton had won the nomination, half the room got up and left because they wanted Bernie Sanders. And they knew that Bernie Sanders got got, you know, bent over by the Democratic Party and that Hillary Clinton stole that nomination. So they got up and they walked out of the arena and they headed downtown where they had their own rally in front of Philadelphia City Hall. And they said, never Hillary. I will never vote for Hillary. They voted for Jill Stein. They wrote in somebody else. They just didn't show up. And it was one of the things that put the nail in Hillary Clinton's coffin. And they can't risk that again. They can't risk that again, but they can't have Bernie Sanders run because he's going to lose. So what do they do? They have Biden and Sanders sign a pact, which basically you could read all 100 pages of this. It doesn't matter. It's all just it's all leftist propaganda. It's all leftist propaganda and lies. But what it does, as soon as you see the Biden Sanders pact, it shows you that Joe Biden is the candidate and Bernie Sanders will not be running as a third party candidate, which would have been a nightmare scenario for them. If somebody else pops into the race, odds are they'll steal from the Democrats because Republicans aren't stupid enough to vote for somebody other than their own candidate. Republicans know it's an uphill battle uh, in a lot of these states anyway. They don't need to bleed voters. Uh, yes, you've got your never-Trump uh, Republicans. You've got your Mitt Romneys, and you've got your Joe Walsh's, and you've got those more. Oh, did you hear about Kasich? Did you hear about John Kasich? John Kasich, former presidential candidate, former governor of Ohio, supposedly will be speaking at the Democratic National 
virtual convention. John Kasich, they want these people that hate Donald Trump and the Democratic Party so badly, they want to get any Republican they can to come out against Donald Trump. So they go to John Kasich. John Kasich, who wouldn't even go to the Dem to the Republican National Convention when it was held in his own state. He was at the he was at the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland doing an event the same time Donald Trump was three blocks away at the basketball arena accepting the nomination for president. And John Kasich hated Donald Trump so much back then he refused to even go. Now he's going to the Democratic National Convention to speak. You'd think that the Republicans would be really angry about that. You know who is really angry? The Democrats. You know why? Because John Kasich isn't one of them. John Kasich banned Planned Parenthood and abortion clinics in the state of Ohio. John Kasich is all about uh, pro-marriage uh, between a man and a woman and not anything that supports the LGBTQ community. John, John Kasich is one of the staunchest or was one of the staunchest conservatives for years. And the Democrats are like, why are you soiling our Democratic National Convention with John Kasich? Because they think that it's going to be a blow to Donald Trump's ego. Little do they know that Donald Trump doesn't care about literally nobody cares at all about John Kasich, except maybe John Kasich. 855 765 1045. Uh, Ray in Jacksonville. Hey, Ray, how you doing? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. How you, Mark? Great, Ray. What'd you want to say, sir? Well, man, I want to know why is it that we can't have the RNC here uh, associating the Democrats, but uh, we can have a protester naked in Portland. Mark, she wasn't even wearing a face mask. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I saw so, that. I wasn't really, I'll be honest, I wasn't even really looking at her face, so I'm going to have to take your word for that. Yeah, so the Democrats say, you know, face masks and we got to be protected. But they got a they got a protester out there, begging as a jaybird with no face mask. Yeah, come on now. I mean, but we can't have an RNC here. Listen, Ray, I'm not going to dissuade anybody from naked protesting. Okay, that is their. It's in the Constitution that you have the right to peace as long as you're peacefully naked protesting. I'm not going to stand. I'm not going to stand in your way. Hey, th thanks so much for calling. Uh, Michelle in Connecticut. How you doing, Michelle? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, Michelle. Thanks so much for asking. What do you want to say today? I just wanted to say that I considered myself a Democrat my entire life. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I say for the last 20 years, I didn't even pay attention to politics. I didn't vote. Uh, the last person I voted for was Bill Clinton. Okay. Yeah. Um, but after... This George Floyd thing, I needed to internally, spiritually find the truth. I needed to find something within myself. And with everything that I did, it took me to politics. And it took me to the Republican Party. And I am so grateful for that. Wow. Michelle, we are yeah. listen, we're grateful that you were able to do that. And you said, you know, you said something, you said a mouthful there. I don't even know if you real, realize it. You said, for my entire life, I was a lifelong Democrat. And I didn't really pay attention to politics. I didn't really think anything of it. And that's exactly right. If you don't pay attention to politics, if you don't think about it, if you react to situations, you know, if you just go with the flow, if you just wave whatever banner the your friends on TikTok tell you to wave. If you use whatever hashtag happens to be trending at the time, if you don't think about politics, you could be a liberal. You could definitely end up voting Democrat. You could definitely end up voting for someone like Joe Biden. But as you pointed out, if you really stop and think about what's going on, if you look at what's happening around you, if you look at the effect that it has on you and your livelihood and your business and your family and your future and your happiness and your freedom, if you really look at all those things, then you're going to vote Republican. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So not paying attention, not educated, not understanding what's going on, not caring, Democrat. Stopping, investigating, researching, thinking, Republican. Michelle, you, I, couldn't have, I couldn't have said it any better myself. Thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show continues right after this on 104.5 WOKV. Are you at home or sitting at your desk at work? Either way, watch The Mark K Show live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. This is The Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk.
This is the Markay Show. My name is Markay. 855-765-1045 is the number. Uh, this is Francis in Ohio. Hi, Francis. Thanks so much for calling. How are you? Hi. Yeah, it's so good to talk to you again. Thank Great. you for what you do. You're awesome. Oh, I really appreciate that, Francis. You're pretty awesome, too. Thanks so much. What did you want to say yeah. today? Well, firstly, I just wanted to say that I can't call that often because I got a job, so oh. that's good. <laughs> yeah. You anyway. You yeah. Probably, probably don't have so, a lot of time to run around tearing down statues and protesting either. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say that, you know, as as someone from the Gen Z generation, yeah. you know, we, we have lots of demonization from leftists and uh, Satanists and witches or whatever, because I know in University of Texas recently there was a coordinated effort from leftists and Satanists to attack the conservative, uh, I think, Turning Point USA group. Sure. They attacked them, demonized them, and, you know, there's just – but from from the younger generation of people, there's so much um, – what do you call it? brainwashing from the TV entertainment, yeah. Hollywood, news, TV, and there's absolutely nothing for us to watch on TV. So we have to go to other places like uh, InfoWars, your type of radio show, or Joe Rogan, those kinds of things. So what can we do to outreach to the youth voters? Francis, that's a great... First of all, I would say ditch the media because any of the... listen. Any mainstream media organizations like CNN, like like Fox News, first of all, they're all they're they're too competitive for your for your um, your eyes and your eyeballs, and they're too worried about their bottom line that you're not getting the real news from any of them anymore. The second thing is that they're for old people. Anything on TV is for old people. Young people aren't. They're on their phones. So I'll tell you what you do, Francis. If you if you want to get in touch with people, if you want to really if you want to really make a difference, then get on social media. And I know people say social media is a battle. Conservative voices are are silenced. Not all of them. And you know you still reach people. I have you know when I started this show on Facebook, we had like like fifty thousand people on my page. Now we're up to like one hundred and eighty. We had maybe ten people watching. What was it? We had like we used to get twenty or thirty people watching this show on Facebook, and we were like, whoa, thirty people. Now we're at four and a half thousand or five thousand even and it continues to grow and you just have to you just have to let people know what the message is and how to get it out there but if you're a young person and you're conservative oftentimes you feel the need to kind of hide and i think what we really need is is the opposite to happen and we need people to stand up and say look i'm young i'm conservative and it's cool as hell and and here's why it's better than what you think and here's why you're getting brainwashed by your college professor by your parents by the stupid media by the tiktokers from china whatever it is you're, you know, it's, with, there was this, uh, I was watching my priest because we still watch church on TV every week. And he was talking about, it. he was like, look, you need to, you need to stop and think why are, what's this cancel culture we're into? Why is it happening? And are you teaching your kids? It's okay. That if somebody disagrees with you, you just cancel them out of society. Or are you teaching them that we can all exist? Uh, you know, that we can all coexist with our different personalities. You know, you need to, and he would, you know, he's like, look, look into, look spiritually, look into God. You know, what would God want you to do? And as, as if you're a Christian or if you're, I wish people, I wish people would talk about their political viewpoints and theories as loudly and as boldly as people talk about their vegan milkshake recipes. Because if somebody's a vegan, holy jackhammer, you know it. If somebody's a vegan, it's all they talk about. It's all they post on their Instagram movies. It's all they write about on Twitter. Just tried some new vegan fake faux soy chicken patties. OMG, delish. I know every one of my friends who's a vegan, and I know what they eat every single day because that's all they talk about. If you did the same thing with your politics, we wouldn't have to worry about Gen Z being the lost generation and wrapping their faces with black scarves and going out and burning down statues and buildings and things like that. That's what I say, you know, don't be quiet about you. Don't be the hidden Trump voter like they haven't been the secret Trump voter in Pennsylvania. Be the loud, brash, in your face, everybody knows I'm a Trump supporter kind of person because that's how you're, you're going to draw, you know, moths are drawn to a flame. So be a burn big and bright and, and people will find you. And, uh, you know, don't burn them like moths, like then moths fly into the flame like, ah, I'm on fire. Don't do that draw them in and then you know try to make them flames as you get them you get the metaphor 855-765-1045 all right when we come back i gotta play this chris wallace interview with donald trump uh coming up here in just a minute stay tuned more of the Marque show coming up on 104.5 w okv
This is 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, just keep on hiding. Stay in your basement. You might as well face it. Gonna keep our president. God bless the USA. Man, that Chris Stapleton just keeps cranking out the hits, doesn't he? That was your first Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> now that was Joe Biden's. That was great. That Sir, was... I know Chris Stapleton, and that was no Chris Stapleton. Well, he was close. He was close. Anyway, thank you, Chris, <laughs> for sending that open mic message. Uh, 855-765-1045. Before we get to this interview, we have to – Jeffrey from Ohio has something we need to touch on. Jeffrey, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for everything that you do. Your show has been critical and instrumental and breaking free of the brainwashing in media. Oh, Jeffrey, I really um, that's a that's a great compliment. I I do appreciate that. Thanks so much. Uh, what do you want to what do you want to throw on the table there today? All right. Well, I think that we're overlooking Kanye's potential impact on the presidential race because traditionally an independent <laughs> has taken votes from the Democrats. Yeah. But here's here's the issue. So many folks have walked away from the Democratic Party because of their issues and their misinformation, their history involving slavery and such. So there's a lot of folks on the conservative side that would be voting for Trump specifically because they don't want to support the Democrats. However, I think that there's a potential danger here for Kanye to steal a portion of the ethnic vote from Donald Trump just based on the fact that now there's another option that isn't a Democrat for those who aren't necessarily pro-Trump but are against the Democrats. Okay. So, all right, so I, Jeff, let me, yeah, let me just, I want to make sure that we're all following along. You're saying that because so many black voters have, have followed Kanye West and Candace Owens and walked away from the Democratic Party to become, you know, basically Trump supporters openly, because of that, you feel that Kanye's candidacy would threaten to draw votes away from those people and in turn hurt Donald Trump and not Joe Biden. Well, I, I think there would be some impact on both sides, but let's just face it, anybody who's still a Bidenite at this point is just completely brainwashed yeah. and unlikely to hear anything from the opposite sure. side. Yeah. And that's why I think the percentage who have become pro-Trump, not all, mind you, but a percentage will you know, lunge towards another option that's not a Democrat who are maybe on the fence about Trump particularly. And I'm concerned enough of the ethnic vote could sway Kanye's way to allow Biden to take a sufficient lead. All right. I, Jeffrey, let me let me let me offer something up here to to dissuade your fears about Kanye West stealing votes from really anybody <laughs> at this point. Kanye West on July the 4th announced he was running for office in 2020. He then proceeded to hire 180 campaign individuals to go out and canvas for signatures to get him on the ballots in as many states as possible. Totally misunderstanding how difficult it is to get, what, 180,000 signatures in such a short period of time. Um, last week, he announced he wasn't going to be able to get on the ballot, I believe, here in Florida, Georgia, Ohio, a bunch of other places. Uh, South Carolina, I think he still has a shot. So he had a rally this weekend in South Carolina. It was a small rally. It was indoors. He didn't have a podium or anything. He walked out. He was wearing a bulletproof vest that said security. And he just started to give a speech. He started to give what seems like an unplanned, unscripted kind of rant about all kinds of things. And right out of the gate, ostracized a lot of the African-American voters who not only support him uh, privately and publicly, but also came out to support him at his rally when he said this. Listen carefully. Uh, we have a clip for this is a cell phone clip, so it's it's difficult to understand. But listen carefully. When Harriet Tubman, well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for all the white people. Y'all, we leave it right now. Okay, okay. So, so <laughs> what he said was Harriet Tubman didn't actually free the slaves. She just had them go and work for different white folks. Well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for all the white people. Y'all, we leave it right now. Other white, and then that girl, she's my favorite. She, she's recording on her phone. That's why you hear that. So he says Harriet Tubman never freed the slaves. He just had them go work for other white people. And she just goes, y'all, we leaving right now. Y'all, we leaving right now. Yeah, and that, and that was kind of how the thing went. He then started to get into abortion, and he let slip that he actually considered 
uh, it with his first child, North, before uh, North was born, and that Kim Kardashian was the one that, that saved North's life. <laughs> That's him crying, by the way, openly sobbing in a falsetto, high-pitched... If you have dogs, you might want to turn the radio down because uh, they, they might start reacting negatively. We love you, So that's Kanye West having some kind of open mental breakdown at <laughs> one of his political, at his first, probably one of his only political rallies. So I wouldn't be too worried about him drawing too many, a sizable amount of votes away from, uh, from Donald Trump. If anything, if anything, what he's going to do before he crashes and burns is push an anti-abortion pro-life agenda uh, uh, into the Democratic Party um, that the Democrats, that Joe Biden 100% does not support and that no Democrat could, could or, you know, that, or that no uh, pro-life Democrat could ever support. In fact, let's talk about Joe Biden a little bit because Joe Biden, as you rightly pointed out, anybody who says right now they're voting for Joe Biden, is they're too far gone. They're too far gone. If you right now are saying, I vote for Joe Biden, there's very little to help you out because you're basically saying you're voting for someone who is who is not capable of holding the office. You are voting for a man who mentally can, does not have the capacity to hold the office. And this isn't just conjecture. The president of the United States, in his much-touted interview with Chris Wallace, said the same thing. Now, I know what everyone wanted to hear in this Chris Wallace interview or what everyone's been promoting is the defund the police uh, narrative, the the misrepresentation about Donald Trump's comments, about Joe Biden's comments about defunding the police. And here's here's basically here's basically what happened. Uh, first, Donald Trump sat down with Chris Wallace for a candid interview, and he discussed how Joe Biden is basically incompetent and would never be able to run for office, let alone win the presidency. There's nothing they can ask me that I won't give them a proper answer to. Some people will like it. Some people won't like I it. I agree with that. But look. You let, answer the let Biden sit through an interview like this. He'll be on the ground crying for mommy. He'll say, mommy, mommy, please take me home. Well, we've asked him for an interview, sir. He can't do an interview. He's incompetent. He can't do an interview. Listen to that. Fox News has asked Joe Biden for an interview. Where's the interview with Joe Biden? Where's the interview with Joe Biden on CNN? Where's the interview with Joe Biden anywhere? Last interview I remember seeing was when George Stephanopoulos talked. Oh, no, I'm sorry. There was that other interview with uh, Mika Brzezinski on Morning Joe where she went after him for 25 minutes about his alleged uh, sexual harassment of, of Tara Reid. He stumbled and mumbled and, and, and kind of, you know, uh, tap danced his way through that horribly. That's why there's no more live interviews. The president's 100 percent right when he says that, that he's incompetent and that he can't do an interview and that he'd be crawling on the, there'd be a wall of bombs in between Joe Biden and the press if he tried to do an interview. Here's what else he said. I say he's not competent to be president. To be president, you have to be sharp and tough and so many other things. They, he doesn't even come out of his basement. They think, oh, this is a great campaign. So he goes in, I'll then make a speech, it'll be a great speech, and some young guys start writing, Vice President Biden said this, 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 this. He didn't say it. Joe doesn't know he's alive, okay? He doesn't know he's alive. Joe Biden doesn't know he's alive. He's got people, there's his tweets, his responses, his press releases. He doesn't say anything. He just has other people. This 100-page document, this Biden-Sanders Unity Task Force recommendation, I guarantee Joe Biden hasn't even read this, let alone written any of it. This is the, this is the Bernie Sanders campaign platform that he's been pushing for two elections. This is right out of the 2016. This has been around for five years, written by Bernie Sanders and his campaign for president five years ago, rehash now and tagged with the Biden name. Joe Biden has no idea, no idea what he put his name on. If he did, he probably wouldn't have put his name on it. But as Donald Trump pointed out, he has no idea what he's saying. And that's maybe why he said that he wants to defund the police, which Chris Wallace tried to fact check him on live during the interview. Listen to this. Because they want to defund the police and Biden wants to fund, defund no, he, the police. Sir, he does not. Look, he signed a charter with Bernie Sanders. It Redo says nothing about defunding the oh, police. Oh, really? It says abolish. It says defund. Let's go. All right. Well, get me, you, get me the charter, please. All right. And at that point, they comb through the charter. We have evidence that Joe Biden wants to defund the police. We have evidence that Joe Biden has said, yes, we need to defund the police. We have that evidence, and we are going to play it for you right after this.
855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show on the way. Keep it locked on 104.5 WOKV. Join the conversation. Send Mark an open mic using the WOKV app, and he'll play it on the show. Or not. Either way. Send one in. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Josh tells me we're getting requests for the Joe Biden song. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, just keep on hiding. Stay in your basement. You might as well face it. Gonna keep our president. God bless the USA. Yeah, I think. Uh, there you go, Joe Biden. Look, Joe Biden's not coming out of hiding anytime soon. Listen, we I do, we're running out of time, but we got to we got to hit this hard because this is something. This is the this is the latest media fallacy. This is the latest thing the media is doing to protect Joe Biden. Joe Biden, no matter what you hear from anyone else, wants to defund the police. Joe Biden is the leader of the Democratic Party, and the majority of the Democratic Party wants to defund the police. Black Lives Matter, an agent of the liberal left, wants to defund the police. Defunding the police is a major uh, accomplishment of several democratically run cities. Minneapolis leading the charge. New York City, where Bill Bill de Blasio was defunding the police. Uh, The mayor of L.A. defunded the police to the tune of $100 million. You've got the defund the police movement already going on, and it's spearheaded by the Democratic Party. And Joe Biden, like it or not, is the leader of the Democratic Party. If he runs as a Democrat, he wants to defund the police. But not only that, he has said so, despite what Chris Wallace thinks. Because they want to defund the police, and Biden wants to fund, defund no, he, the police. Sir, he does not. Look, he signed a charter with Bernie Sanders. Not only that, he actually said, yes, we need to defund the police. And there's this interview. It's right. It's on YouTube. Well, I'll play it for you right here. This guy named A.D. Barkin, who is a, is a podcaster. He's an activist. He has ALS, a Lou Gehrig's disease, which is a terrible disease. A good friend of mine has it. But he's managed to manage to become a very popular uh, news commentator and, and podcaster with the help of voice technology, similar to what Jamie Dupree uses, to get, his, uh, to get his message out there. And he interviewed Joe Biden. Listen to this question he asked him about what happened in Atlanta with Rayshard Brooks. So, for example, instead of sending two police officers with deadly weapons to that Wendy's drive through in Atlanta, we could have sent a wellness counselor and a tow truck, and then Ray's Hard Brooks would still be alive today. And his three daughters would still have their daddy. Are you open to that kind of reform? Yes. Yes. Joe Biden's open to the kind of reform that instead of sending police officers police officers to arrest a man who was passed out in his car in the Wendy's drive-thru drunk uh, in, in order to arrest that guy. They're not going to send the police anymore. They're going to send a wellness counselor and a tow truck. And, and Joe Biden says, yes, I am up to that. I believe that's something we need. And in fact, he goes on to talk about how he's touting that kind of reform. We need significantly more help. That's why I call for significant increase in funding for mental health clinics and mental health Providers. Okay, he's asking for increased funding for mental health providers. Increased funding for funding for mental health means one thing: decreasing the funding for something else. And what is he defunding the the uh, what is he defunding to pay for those mental health providers? The police force, because later on he talks about how the police don't need all this money. They don't need all of these tools that they have. Uh, not you know no knock warrants, for example, need to go. There needs to be more transparency. That he talks about military surplus equipment. Uh, surplus military equipment for law enforcement. They don't need that. The last thing you need is an up-armored Humvee coming into a neighborhood. It's like the military invading. They don't know anybody. They become the enemy. They're supposed to be protecting these people. Okay, so so if he, if he watched the news, he would see that these cities are being invaded by people with bricks who are tearing down statues, who are, who are throwing things, at, hurling things at police officers, smashing windows, burning buildings down, taking over. They are invading and taking over police precincts in Minneapolis, in Seattle. They took over an entire six-block radius and declared their sovereignty. And he's telling me the police don't need armored vehicles. The police probably need more armored vehicles to protect themselves while they're doing their job of protecting other people. But Joe Biden clearly wants to defend them. Here's where he announces that to the world. So my generic point is but that do we agree that we can redirect some of the funding. Yes, absolutely. Do we agree that we can redirect some of the funding was the question he asked. But is that do we agree that we can redirect some of the funding. 
Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Redirecting some of the funding is defunding. Redir it's a different word for the same damn thing. Redirecting funding is defunding. If your boss came to you and said, hey, we're going to cut your pay by 50%, you'd have a conniption fit. If he came in and said, wait a minute, we're not going to do that. We're going to redirect 50% of your pay to other assets uh, here in the workplace. You, would it make any difference to you? You're still getting defunded. Redirecting funds and defunding is the same thing. And don't let the media or Joe Biden or Twitter or Chris Wallace tell you anything. Donald Trump was 100% accurate when he said Joe Biden wants to defund the police. Because they want to defund the police and Biden wants to fund, defund no, he, the police. Sir, he does not. Oh, I'm sorry. He doesn't want to defund the police. He wants to redirect funding away from the police. Come on. Give me a break, Chris Wallace. You know better than that. You can't pull it. You, you can't pull this semantic BS on Donald Trump and the American voters. We know exactly what Joe Biden's about. We know exactly what his policy is. We know exactly what Nancy Pelosi's about. We know exactly what her policy is. The media is trying to cover up the fact that Joe Biden is the leader of the Democratic Party. And with that, every single Democratic stance, including defunding the police. That's why NAPO, through their full support, behind Donald Trump. That's why the National Association of Police Organizations and their 250,000 nationwide members threw their support behind the president of the United States because he stands with the cops and Biden stands with the criminals. He actually doesn't stand with them. He sits in a chair in his basement with the criminals. Uh, but that's a story for another day. We got to get out of here. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh all coming up tomorrow. Another edition of the Mark K Show, 10 a.m. I hope you'll join us. Until then, have a great day, everybody. See ya. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.